I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello and welcome to Not The Weekend podcast, our newly titled podcast at with Absolute Radio, I'm Frank Skinner, I'm with Emily, and I'm with Gareth. Wednesday morning! <laughs> See, we've thought it through. Sounds a bit funny, that. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good start. <laughs> Anything that sounds a bit funny is in. No question about that. I'm just looking at that um, new poster that the um, the Labour Party have done, showing David Cameron as Gene Hunt. Oh, mm. the Ashes to Ashes man. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a mistake, isn't it? Because Gene mm. Hunt's quite a cool character. And they're yeah. going to make him... It also says, don't let David Cameron take you back to the 80s. Mm. And I thought... The 80s are very in. Yeah, was, exactly. Those are my best years, the 80s. Yeah, I can start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, I'm going to have to vote for him just for that reason. That's a terrible, terrible error. So, I've got some news, guys. Oh, well, I'm getting my fixtures and fittings attended to. I beg now, your pardon. Now, when I say that, I'm talking about my face furniture. My I sm- beg your pardon. <laughs> yes. I'll just say it in yeah. English. Okay. I'm getting my teeth whitened. I've gone. I oh, thought that was wow. going to be something about your face being used as a chair. <laughs> I thought it was going to go somewhere very wrong. <laughs> I've decided to get my teeth whitened. Oh, I mean, no. I have to say, they're not kind of, you know, Shane McGowan, Marky Smith levels at the moment. <laughs> but... I just think, you know, got to take care of yourself. Can I find out that, yeah. that that's a bit unfair on Mark? Is it? Has he not a, got yellow teeth? Well, there is a very famous story, or a famous if you're a fall fan story, about, um, about Mark e. Smith. Mm. That, and it involves, um, what was the name of that guy? He's called something like Nothing But The Boy. He used to wear a big woolly hat down to his eyes. Oh, oh yeah, Badly Drawn Boy. Badly Drawn Boy. Badly Drawn Boy pulled up outside a club in Manchester and uh, Marky Smith staggered out, yeah. completely drunk, and said to him, uh, press switch, player, gave him his address, thought he was a minicab driver. <laughs> and Badly Drawn Boy was so intimidated, he drove Marky Smith Did he? to his house. And Mark Eastman said, I don't have any money, but you can have this jacket. He, got, he took off this leather jacket and, got, and, and badly drawn boy said, no, no, it's all right. And he said, oh, gave him the jacket and went. And about three days later, badly drawn boy was uh, cleaning out his car and he found uh, a set of false teeth in the back <laughs> that had fallen out of the slumbering Mark Eastman. <laughs> Now, there aren't many rock star <laughs> anecdotes that include false teeth. Well, in that, that case, quite... I take everything back. Yeah, because I think he's, he's in steridant at night, so yeah. they're, quite, they're quite clean. He's taking good care of them. I'm not sure, Em, it's a good idea. Why? Because it, no, it looks ridiculous. I'm not, not going to get Jodie Marsh, more Simon Cowell. Right, but Simon Cowell... Just, there are some people... I... My... People should grow with their teeth. I mean, my teeth, if anything, have excelled. I have the teeth of a... I was once third in a worse celebrity teeth. Was, <laughs> are you? It's Shane McGowan, Ken Dodd, me. Yeah. Because my teeth are quite chipped and, and uh, green, and they've got... They collect a lot of food. Oh. I mean, more than... You want a floss. You know what I mean by uh, tramp teeth? I very much know what you mean. Yeah, well, that's what I... If I was... Um, say, locked in a room for two days, Mm. there would be enough food in my teeth for me to live on. (laughs) And the rest of us could live off it as well. Yeah, that would would be a true test. But 
Can I, I just say I think you have very nice teeth, actually, and you're being unduly hard on yourself. Yes. You, have you got your lenses in? Yeah, I do. Well, I, I can't believe. <laughs> See, Gareth, I looked to Gareth then to join in, and he just backed off from saying <laughs> anything. So what's the process? I have laser whitening. Um, so each teeth has a laser. You're both looking at me in this weird kind of horrified way. <laughs> Wasn't like, laser whitening in Dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> laser whitening the third. <laughs> I remember him well. Yeah. And the whole process, I don't know, it like takes an hour and a half. But it does mean that it, I will have to amend my diet. Because there's no more red wine. Not that I drink red wine anyway. Who, who wants to have horrible Sean Hughes black marks on your teeth? So, <laughs> so I don't drink red wine. I didn't know he was advertising black marks on your teeth at the moment. We can't do plugs like that, Em. You're not supposed to, you know, If there's a National products. Smile Week, he'd do the opposite. It's National Keep Your Mouth Shut. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't like him. Hello, Sean, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think he is. Yeah, well. Um, he hasn't roused yet. So... He hasn't um, roused for some years from what I've heard. How did this happen? I don't know. This is a co- comedy colleague of mine, a man I've known for many years and have had many lovely and warm conversations with. Stop oh, it. Carry on with okay, the white tea. Anyway, so, um, but I, so cranberries are going to be a problem, I'm you afraid. You can't eat stuff. No, I just can't What's listen to What's the point them. of... <laughs> so old it. Um, cram- cranberries, that's yeah. a bit of a... That's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Because... Mm. Don't women need cranberries sometimes? <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Cranberry juices. So. Oh, no, no. You just have to pour it straight down your gullet. Yeah. <laughs> past, past the teeth. Are you familiar with the 18th century female writer Fanny Burney? <laughs> no. I'm... Well, there was no cranberries in the United Kingdom at the time. And she suffered accordingly. But oh. now, women tell me that it's a, it's a great cure for the tingles. Mm. Well... <laughs> I don't really suffer from the tingles. Okay, maybe you could take cranberry juice intravenously. Well, I tell you what, most of the, a lot of the women's magazine people who have nice teeth, they all use straws. You use straws, you just have to take straws out with all you right. when you have drinks. Oh, I thought you meant when they were hiding in lakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do, do that quite a lot, apparently, on, on the royal ground. <laughs> or you could just eat everything like a duck. Just go... <laughs> Like that. that was just a great impression. No, yeah, it's quite yeah. visual, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite visual. But I, I think people would be able to imagine it just from that that, that, that laryngeal. <laughs> I say <laughs> that laryngeal sound that mm. you did. I think that's. Uh... Anyway, I'll be getting them done. So I might do, even do it before and after, so the listeners can have a look on the website or something. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. but it looks so. On, I mean, I interviewed uh, John Bon Jovi. Oh once, yeah. Who, as you know, knows a lot about gums because mm. his family developed uh, Bongella. His teeth look like they're made of porcelain. They are there is no not only are they incredibly white, I mean mm. whiter than anything you've ever seen. But they you know you get like little channels and dents and things in teeth. There's none of that. They're they're perfect, absolutely perfect to the point where they don't look like they should be in a human being's mouth. No, I know those teeth. I don't want them to be too like that. I want the odd imperfection. I can't be too perfect. But I just, I just want, you know, I just want to tidy things up a bit. Sue me. What's wrong with that? Okay, if you want to sue M, phone fifteen one two seven. I'm not sure that's not a real phone number. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you should mention Bon Jovi. Why? Isn't it, Kara? Yes. (laughs) Because 
There's been um, Gareth it, really picked that up and ran yeah, with it. Didn't yeah, he really did. Um, there's, there was It'd a... be great if you two did a crime and were caught <laughs> by the police, and you started making up a story, and you said, "Yeah, well, we 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 went in there accidentally, didn't we, Gareth?" Uh, <laughs> I'd say we went in there accidentally. Hey, <laughs> eh? that'd be the Can end. You of imagine that. if we were like that canoe man and the wife. I'd be oh, like, yeah, yeah, well, um, I hadn't seen him. You got amnesia, didn't you? <laughs> I do want to make a long canoe journey after spending time with you. <laughs> That's interesting. I want to make a long canoe journey <laughs> across um, across northern Canada. Do you, maybe we could, if we can find a long stream, I can be on the bank and you can be uh, in the stream. What do you think? Yes. Would you settle for a kayak? <laughs> yes. I could do it one. Carry on. <laughs> anyway... So there was this woman that's been in the papers because apparently her neighbours complained about her because she'd been playing Bon Jovi records all night, all night long. Mm. And it was, she was getting over an upsetting divorce, so she was playing specifically one Bon Jovi record, which was Living on a Prayer. Mm. Now, what I found a bit strange about this story was that I think that's quite a weird song to play repeatedly. Like, if you're kind of lamenting lost love, that seems quite an odd choice. I don't know the lyrics to Living on a Prayer other than, uh... Well, the first lyric goes something like, Tommy used to work on the dock, Union's been on strike. Unless she was married to, like, Arthur Scargill or something. <laughs> I can't see how that would be relevant. Well, maybe she, yeah, maybe she was married to a representative <laughs> of the, uh, the trade unions. <laughs> then it would be particularly apt. Well, what does one... I think if I was, if I was in the middle of a... I mean, I've done that when you've split up with someone and yeah. you play, you know, Roy Orbison records, Only the Lonely and all that. I love to wallow. Oh, I love oh, a I wallow. I do love to wallow. In it. But I, um, I, I usually go for Ghostbusters. Okay. Because I think there's a, there's a <laughs> sense of courage in the face of, you know, you know the mm. terror of being alone, the terror of singleness. Yes. Yeah, of, of standing in a bar alone, mm. of, of having no one to go out with and yes. all that. Or no one to call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, you know, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. It's just like, I ain't afraid of terrible, terrible, desolate, empty loneliness. It's just another one. I'm codependent. Very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And uh, I think we've all ended up at the end of a relationship, you mm. know, caked in ectoplasm and, and feeling afraid. <laughs> in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Well, in the 80s we did. So the <laughs> Labour Party will be looking forward to us all wearing those when Conservatives get in. Yeah, I... Um, I used to live in the, in a bedsit in uh, in Birmingham, and there used to be a sculptor who lived there. He's a completely mad black. He's always like covered in clay. Like he was p- p- yeah. consistently sculpting at twenty four hours a day. Whenever you saw him, he was covered in clay. Wait a minute! What you just said there was I've got that was exactly the second verse of "Living on a Prayer." That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, very odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he only owned two records. He had a, a record player that he'd basically made. It was on four breeze blocks, and it had yeah. all sorts of wire hanging off it, bare wires. And all he played... Bare wires were like furry. <laughs> Sorry, that's... <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah, we will not. <laughs> that's, that's staying in. Yeah, that's staying in. In fact, not only is that staying in, but if you die during the course of this programme... <laughs> That, that's what we're going to play as the trailer in your tribute. You're going to put that on the comedy carpet. Yeah, I, I'm going to put <laughs> that. I'm going to put that in, in the Gareth Richards time capsule, <laughs> so that people from the future will see it as a representation of your work. I'm oh, happy the, with bare wires. That was the bare wires guy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, do you want to jump in my hover jet, <laughs> and uh, we'll get a Primark for some silver clothes. 
So, um, <laughs> well, I forgot what I was talking about. Now. You were talking about a neighbour of yours who oh, yeah. did so all something he ever with played, clay or something. All he ever played was, was Blue Monday by New Order. And, uh, oh, that can be depressing over and over. And Love song. Missile, is it called F11100 by Seek Six Putney? And he honestly, he just played them one, he'd play one, then he played the other, then he one played the other. Out through oh. the night. The odd thing is, I got to really like them. You know, it's all to drive you crazy. <laughs> but um, I think the thing about Fall fans is that repetition is a big part. You know, there's a Fall mm. song called Repetition, oh, in there? which he says, "I'm." I, you know, he talks about the three R's: repetition, repetition, and repetition. Wow. <laughs> He'd be no good on Absolute, would he? With the no repeat guarantee. There's a Fall song called Everything because they've done so many songs. They're yeah. the most prolific band that's ever lived. Well, they don't write about love much, no. and if, if you don't waste your time writing about love, because people. Everybody writes about love. It's such a first port of call. You start mm. writing about, you know, various things and it gets more interesting. Mm. Did you read about the MI5 thing that um, they've got some old spies? I don't mean <laughs> aftershave. <laughs> they've got some old spies who um, they can't use the internet and stuff. And I, I, I ne- it never really oh, wow. occurred to me that, old, that spies got old. Like, I, always <laughs> they, I always thought they'd be killed by the Russians by that time. It is a young person's game spying, isn't it? it well, it's it, uh, just the fact that it exists. Yeah. I, I've known a few people who have been approached by MI5 and said, would you like to come really? and spy for us? Yeah. Who, David Baddiel? I can't imagine that. No, I, a think, I, think, I think he worked for Mossad for a couple of years, but only advertising their um, evening suit hire service. <laughs> he doesn't have a great memory for names either, so I don't think... Oh, oh let him go. Oh, that, was yeah. that was Saturday. That was Saturday, that happened. Saturday. You're still dwelling on it now. Well... You make me sick. You're going to... Frank's pregnant. <laughs> it's calmed down my nose and everything. So anyway... Um, Old what, Spies. What oh, Old yeah, Spies. So, and uh, th- there was that, did you, there was a book. Jerry Halliwell. There was oh. a book about <laughs> Jerry Halliwell. I'll, I'll have. Oh, I'll just have coffee and cheese biscuits. What will you have, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I do a service for celebrities. If they've eaten too much, I go around and make them sick. Do you really? Yes, yeah, really, so good. I try and do it, but during songs. Really, Are you Heather Mills? <laughs> <laughs> so. There's a book about how not to appear old. I, I actually mm. have some. I have some bits from it here, because uh, you were going to give it to me. Thanks. For, first on this, try and remember people's names because that makes you seem like you're going senile or something. Let <gasps> it just go, go. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> don't say the doctor, policeman, or teacher looks twelve. It's become a standard joke among old people to describe oh, the authority yeah. figure they've just encountered as being or looking twelve. Mm. Do you do you do that, Em? Oh, I do. I have started to do that. Isn't that terrible? Does that mean I'm old? Well, well many things mean you're old. <laughs> um, the be, amount of time or, you've or been alive. Be, maybe you live on the set of Bogs in Malone. <laughs> you're just observant. <laughs> There's some odd ones. He said, "Don't talk to strangers." It says young people never talk no, to true. strangers. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. How do they get their drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Never talk to strangers. It's, it's, no, that's I, true because old people. Or my mum always strikes up conversations that she can't just go into a shop and grab it like we would. Sometimes paying for it, 
She'll just say things like, hello, I wonder if you can help me. I'd be very interested in purchasing some of those batteries. And then a man just goes, two, nine, nine. (laughs) And you just think, no, mum, you're never going to have that exchange that you wanted. No, but, that, but surely that's it. This, this person who wrote the book says, if I start talking to strangers in the vicinity of my children, they react as if I've started singing Let's Get It On right there in the street. That's terrible if we can't talk to strangers. I know, I think that's sad. Cause, oh, I love talking to a stranger. How, yes, how I else would I have a social life? <laughs> well, I, I, yes, I agree. I, there's certain things I'm going to have to stop. Um, I'm going to have to stop saying thank you, driver. You when don't I get say off the, that. The boss. Yeah. Well, like Sherlock Holmes or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't well, really say thank you, Tyler. Yeah. And I might have to start signing off my letters much obliged <laughs> as well. That's sort of, I'll tell you what I did have. I had some... Because one of the things it says, how you press a door buzzer. Yeah. Really? How, how is that? How are you supposed to do it then? It's to do with... Um, it's to do with the, the use of the thumb, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's index. So old people mm. use their index finger for everything. So well, it's a, lo- it's a loudly old life. <laughs> yes. Whereas young people use their thumbs for everything. So, um, like for texting, I make a point now of trying to text with my thumb, so that if people look over my shoulder, they'll think, "Oh, she can't be that old." Mm. Well, I, somebody gave me some gloves, some West Bromwich Albion gloves, right? They've got the, the they've got the club badge in the palm, in each palm, and um, one of the uh, the thumbs um, had got a hole in it. And I said, oh, look, it's got a... Mm. The thumb's got a... It's come unstitched. And they looked at me like I was very foolish. And it turns out that there's a little hole stitched in, like a little buttonhole, where you can bring your thumb out of the glove for texting purposes. There's not. Yeah. They only do that for your club, though, Frank. Well, we are are ahead of the game, I think Mm. it's it's fair to say. Yeah, so it's... uh, I'll tell you what I have started doing, which is quite an old thing. You know, I mean, it's it's a cli- it's a cliche. I think mm. you'll agree, it's a cliche to say that um, your ears get airy as you get older. Mm. Um, and I, I honestly went to the to the barbers, and the bloke said to me, "Do you want me to do your ears as well?" I mean, it was that was when I first realised it got that bad. Oh, oh, you meant hairy? I actually thought you meant airy. <laughs> I really did. Sorry, yeah. I thought you meant airy, like air circulated in them. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't <laughs> enunciate that well enough for you, madame. It's true. Do you want me to walk up and down with a book on my head? It's become some sort of finishing class. Anyway, so your ears get hairy. So what I've started doing is when I have a shave, I just keep going. So I've started using my razor. I mean, I, I have a wet shave, you know, with oh. a foam and all that and Do a brush. You? You know, when you, use when you just said thank you, driver. You know the old badger. <laughs> I use that, and then and then I just carry on and I shave with with the shave of my ears. I find as you get older, you shave a much. The shaving just keeps on going because <laughs> there's hair growing out of your eyelids. It's it's coming out everywhere. You do that with an electric razor, though, I presume. Otherwise, it'd be a sort of Sweeney Todd. No, fest. no, I do it with a you know the old T bar. Yeah, oh that's that's God. why Frank's always bleeding from his ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I thought that was the fall. That <laughs> yeah, listen to the fall. Fall I, whack. I think the things to not make you seem old is however young people talk and whatever words they use, just be cool with it. Just right. say, oh, yeah, it's cool, you know, it's how they talk, that's nice, you know, fine. Like, what sort of thing? So, you know, if they're like, oh, wow, that's bare cool, man, and blah, 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 in the house, yeah, yeah, one, two, one, two, eight, twelve, fifteen, eight, twelve, fifteen, <laughs> go to the bridge. 
all that sort of thing. Don't worry about it. Just go, oh, that's, that's nice. And the other thing is, however, where you're, you're ha- all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> however, low people wear their trousers. Oh, I can't it's bear that. Though. Even if you can see the whole bum. I saw that the other day. I saw no, the I whole think bum. No, you mean the bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's how it's listed in the phone book. Whole bum. But I saw that is... on the I saw that on the tube the other day. Yes, I get the tube. And there was a, a gentleman, a young gentleman, walking in front of me, mm. and I saw the whole pant exposed. Mm. And I turned round to look at everyone else, assuming they'd be equally affronted. And everyone, I carried on like it was normal. No, the, the, the youth, so we're, now we are going to sound old, aren't we, but uh, to hell with me. They don't seem to have picked up on, the clue is in, is in the name, under. Exactly. Pants. Imagine if I did that. Imagine if I just had my jeans there and great big pants exposed. <laughs> Hold on, let me just imagine. <laughs> oh, I think that's all right. The thing is, women don't do it, do they? No. Well, a little bit. You sometimes no. see a bit no. of g-string above trousers. Oh, nowadays. you dirty old pervert. If you said that, you make me sick true. again. That's <laughs> the thing. That's going to be another thing you'll be remembered for. You sometimes see a little bit of G-string. Yes, we'll put that in the time capsule. That's going to be on the comedy carpet. I do go around chasing women and then trying to pull down their trousers. I think we'll use that as a trailer. (laughs) Just nothing around it, just you saying that. Your Honour, I didn't mean that, it was a joke. When I first saw it, though, I, I... I, you know when this theory that when one dies, the spirit leaves the body? I, that's what it looked like to me. It looked like the, the spirit <laughs> of the person was rising up and leaving the genes behind. Like the genes was all that was left of the mortal body, that you just buried the genes. And this, you know, like, like a, a champagne cork halfway out the bottle. It looked like that, 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 that he might continue going upwards and we might stand there. And watch him disappear, go through the clouds, and then look at the jeans, and maybe for three or four seconds they stand of their own, <laughs> and then they just steadily crumple, and yeah. that's the end of it. And that's what I imagined. What I would worry more about is when I was a teenager, mm. is that I, I'm, I'm not sure my pants were clean enough. Yeah, well, well it, encu- exactly. it encourages cleanliness in the underwear department, I think. I think it's a good thing. That, that, well, I suppose yeah. there is that. As long as none of them go commando, I, won't be, I mean, that's yeah. not going to be a nice sight. Yeah, you say that. You said it, but you said it with a horrible <laughs> twinkle in your eye. The sort of thing one might see of a gypsy fortune teller talking. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> that kind of look to me. Well, I won't, I won't be adopting it myself. Um, I know they keep the genes up at all. Mm. That's what amazes me. I mean, you know when you see those in those rap videos... And they wear those enormous jeans, these, these big men, <laughs> these big male rappers, wear these enormous yeah. jeans and they're dancing and jumping about and the jeans stay up. And I, th- I worked it out. That's why they have all those girls in thongs rubbing their bombs all over them, just so there's something to hang the jeans on. Oh. They might have a bit of sticky tape on their, on their hips or something. Hmm. That, of course, is, a, is another possibility. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.